morning, family, and welcome again to another amazing time in the house of the Lord. I believe that you all are blessed and are well rested. It is good for me to see every one of you this second Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, this second Sunday in the month of February. And I believe that the God that you all have come to encounter this morning, which is the God of favor, that same God will meet every one of you this morning according to your needs in the name of Jesus. I want to take this very particular special time to welcome every one of you this morning. And I know too well that this very particular service, oh, I am so positive. I'm so blessed. I am so graced for this morning for somebody. I know that this morning service will answer the question your favor upon your life in the name of Jesus. I want you to make sure that you try to remove every distractions from your way because this morning service, it will be giving you how to activate favor, how to work in favor, what are the dynamics that compels you for favor because this is one of the topics in which we talk most of the time. We like talking about favor but the question is, do we understand the metrics? Do we understand the compass? Do we understand the indices that guarantees you for favor? And I pray for somebody this morning that as we engage on the word of God, you will enjoy favor like never before in the name of Jesus. With that being said, this very particular morning, I just want to make sure that my sound is clear. I kind of have a bit of a technical issue this morning, but please, I want somebody to let me know if you're watching and just to let me know if my sound is good so that we can then be able to engage on the word of God without delay, without any fallback or probably without any drawback. If you're watching, uh, if you're listening on all the audio side, please just let me know if my sound is good. And if you're streaming live on the Facebook or YouTube, please let me know if my sound is okay so that I can be able to now run this race easily without any delay. Why that is going on, I believe that you all have prepared your communion. I have my communion table this morning, and um, it's going to be a communion service. And, um, also, and um, I'll, be, I'll be sharing scriptures as to the communion service part, why we need to do this communion. Uh, please, somebody let me know if my sound is good. Uh, let me know if my sound is good so that I can be able to run the race easily. All right. Um, my beautiful wife has made me know that my sound is good this morning. With that being said this morning, we're looking at the title, Covenant Day. Of new favor but before we get into the message this morning i just want us to open our mouths and begin to appreciate god let's just thank him and say father we honor you this morning for who you are we bless your holiness because indeed you are the king of kings and the lord of lords, the mighty one and battle the El Shaddai. We thank you, Father, because we know that with you on our side, Father, we are majority in the world. Father, we are not moved, O oh Lord, by what the word says. We are moved by what the word of God says concerning our lives. Somebody open your mouth this morning and just be grateful. And say, Father, for me saying this 13th day of the month of February, Father, I give you all the glory. And thank you, Father, O oh Lord, because your love has cascaded me. It is the message of God that I am not consumed. It is the love of the Father that I'm still standing strong. Father, I do not take this for granted. I come, O oh Lord, in submission to you. Say, Father, thank you. King of glory, I adore you. I worship your holy name. I bless you for who you are. Father, O oh Lord, I come to ascribe, O oh Lord, to the beautiful nature of your glory and your presence and your personality. Lord, that's who you are. I say, Father, thank you. Thank you, Father, for looking beyond my fault. Thank you for looking beyond my shame. Thank you for looking beyond my weaknesses and you still choose uh, to choose this boy to stand before your presence father i give you all the glory 
Lord, I bless your holy name. Thank you, Father. Lord, we give you all the thanks and praise. Somebody this morning, I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, send a word this morning that will take me out of my prison. The Bible says that concerning Joseph, when the Pharaoh sent his word, Joseph came out of prison. There is always a sent word that delivers people out of shackles. There is always a sent word that delivers people out of the bondages of life. There is always a sent word that will guarantee somebody's favor this morning. Somebody open your mouth and say, Lord, let me encounter a sent word for myself. Let me encounter a sent word for my life. Let me encounter your sent word for my business, for my ministry, for the works of my hand. In the name of Jesus, somebody open your mouth and pray that prayer and say, Father, send your word tonight. Send your word this morning. Send your word. Father, that one word that will settle the question of disfavor, that one word that will settle the question of fear, that will settle the question of anxiety, let the service bring it for me this morning. Place a demand on this morning's service. Kabratos parata. Legebrenekuta belegedish paratos kalabredesha. Reketoski balete marotoko balegedish pala. Rata ketinago balada gebredesha platos. Reketuna gebredesha kabalado sapa. Mabreketush kaparedos naliada. Rakatos gebeligado sapa. Lekuta bareda jabaleketo sapa. Father Lord, this morning, O Lord, we come before you. Everlasting Father, we give you all the thanks and praise because indeed you are good God. We thank you, Father, for how you have been helping us, Father, from day one of this very particular year. And now, O oh Lord, Father, we are in the second month, in the day 13. We say thank you. Jesus, we appreciate you for your substitutional sacrifice that you have set on the cross of Calvary for our redemption. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for always being, O oh Lord, our comforter, for always being our go-between, for always being the one that reminds us of who we are in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the Trinity. Thank you for all who you are. Father, this morning, O Lord, we've come together at your table in our various homes for us to break bread together and also to enjoy your word and for you to unveil your mystery of favor. Father, this morning, I bring your word before you. I say, Father, let somebody be blessed this morning. Let the question of your life be answered by this morning's service in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, pass through every word that I'm going to be bringing this morning. Let the words not be the words of Darlington, but let it be your words from the throne room of heaven in the name of Jesus. Lord, you have ordained today, this week, you've ordained today, this month, for favor for somebody. Lord, I pray that whoever this person is, they will encounter favor like never before in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because we know that this is done. Holy Spirit, do what only you can do. You are God of the rested life. We trust you for rest in the area of concerns in our lives. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And God's people say, Amen. All right, family, it is good for me to know that you are all here and you can hear me very clearly. I really appreciate every one of you this morning. I'm going to be jetting down into the word of God this morning because um, one of the things that I have seen in my little work with God um, is the fact that we've somehow been able to, for lack of a better word, um, not been able to find some certain things uh, when it comes to this mystery of favor. Um, the Bible makes me to understand that he has given us, he has covered us with favor as with a shield. But the truth of it is the fact that the favor has covered, but one of the things I need to ask you is the fact that are you currently experiencing favor in any area of concerns in your life? If everything that you've ever gotten in your life cannot be traced by God using somebody to favor you, 
that which means uh, you still need to be able to pray for favor. I remember, I think on the early hours of this morning, I put a message out there on my Facebook. And what was the message I was trying to make understand? It was a message for me by the time I was preparing for the service that see, with the indices by God's grace that I'm going to be dropping this morning, you can walk your way to favor. I know a lot of people have said that favor is, um, it's not merited. Favor is a God given to man and all those very particular things. See, there is a dimensions of favor that comes from God, which is where, which is the thing that you did not merit, which is the dimensions of the favor, which is salvation. Salvation is also a favor because one, God had to send his son, Jesus. You did nothing for that very particular sacrifice to be done for you. But do you notice something for you to enjoy of the favor of salvation? You still have to do something for that to be able to be upon your life. And this is one of the, for lack of a better word, one of the, I'm trying to look forward, one of the lazy things that, that we pastors have somehow put on the table that have made a lot of believers think that they can just wake up and doing nothing and they can get that favor. No, you cannot be able to get that favor. If you are part, it's not going to be on the table. And so based on that this morning, we are going to be looking at the title one more time, the covenant day of new favor. This month of February, somebody is going to enjoy favor like never before in the name of Jesus. In fact, as a matter of fact, I just feel like sharing this very particular testimony. It happens to one of my beloved daughter in this very particular commission. She called me, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was on Thursday or Friday. I'm trying as much as possible for me to think. But what is the long and short of this very particular testimony? She had no clue that favor is available for her, especially when it comes to the conduit of her children. What was that? She was struggling financially when it comes to the issue of paying some certain bills. And all of a sudden, the, what you called one of her child that was given a favor in terms of finance with the system of the government of South Africa. But guess what? It, as much as that favor was happening for the son, they also asked her, this daughter of yours, do you want us to also extend this favor? But if you look at the metrics that guarantees that favor to happen upon this very particular lady's life, they don't qualify for it. But something activated that very particular favor where her son benefited of the favor. Even her daughter also benefited of the favor. I don't know who you are this morning. The favor that would distinguish you for men to put their veto interest upon you. The favor that will make men lose themselves to favor you. This month, receive the favor in the name of Jesus. It's our month of favor. And so based on that this morning, we're going to be looking at our test this morning. The Bible says in the book of Psalm chapter 5 verse 12. Psalm 5 verse 12. And also you can write down Isaiah chapter 43 verse 19. Psalm 5 verse 12. Um, Isaiah 43 verse 19. Um, and 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. I'll be using that very particular scripture for me to go through into all the points that I have this morning for you. Let's look at the first um, scripture this morning. Psalm chapter 5 verse 12. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like using a prophetic grace to cover somebody this morning. I don't know where you are going this morning and what favor you need this week that you are going. I pray this morning using the vector power of my office. And as a watchman over your life and destiny, I declare that this week you will experience favor like never before in the name of Jesus. That very particular place you are struggling to experience favor. I stand as your prophet this morning. You will experience favor like never before in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Psalm chapter 5, verse 12. 
Psalm chapter 5, verse 12. It says here, it says, surely, it says, Lord, you bless the righteous and you surround him with your favor as with a shield. It says, surely, you bless the righteous. Surely. So, which means the righteous is surely blessed. Now, if you are not experiencing the blessing of favor, the first thing this very particular scripture makes us to understand is the question of, are you righteous? It says, surely, the Lord bless the righteous. Now, the blessings of the Lord don't just come upon everybody. It comes upon selected people who have chosen themselves to be righteous. And this is one thing this morning that I want you to, to put your focus in. Are you the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? If you are part of that very particular thing, the opportunity to experience favor has already been, been what's it called, has already been hanging around you. But this morning, we now need to look how to make that favor to become a reality. It says, surely the Lord bless the righteous, which means he's making us to understand that a righteous person by default must experience the blessings of favor. A righteous person by default must experience the blessings of favor. And he now says, he says, you, the Lord, you surround such person with favor as with a shield. You surround such person with favor as with a shield. It also says this morning in the book of Isaiah chapter, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. Isaiah 43, verse 19. Isaiah 43, verse 19. This morning, somebody will encounter favor like never before in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 43, verse 19. The Bible here says, um, let's look at what the scripture is saying. I'm reading them from, um, from the New um, International Version. And I'm also I'm going to be reading also from the King James Version. Let me start from the NIV. The NIV here says, it says, See, I am doing a new thing. Somebody says, God is doing a new favor for me. <laughs> he says, see, I am doing a new thing. He said, now it shall spring up. He says, uh, you, he, said, he said, do you not perceive it? He says, I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I am making a way. I am making a way for favor for somebody this morning. I am making a way for new favor. He says, see, I am doing a new thing. I know that you are not, you, you, your, your mind, because of the trouble you are going through, you are currently not experiencing the favor or probably your eyes is not open to see that in that mess, God is trying to bring out a message. He says, see, my daughter, see, my son, I am doing a new thing. I am doing a new favor. I know that it looks as if you've been disfavored in this very particular space. But my dear, relax. I am doing a new favor. He now says, I'm making a way in the wilderness. Let me go down to the King James Version because I kind of I like that. You know, for me, we are King James guy. We are some of the guys whereby we like the thou talk it and thou move it. Thou sleep it and thou wake it. No, that's, 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 that's my generation. I don't know. I was telling my wife yesterday, I said, I am still trying as much as possible to get used into the new generation kind of scripture. You know, like your good news Bible, your TPT, your, 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 your amplified, your message, your NIV. You know, they are good scripture. Don't get it wrong and stuff. I'm still of the generation of thou call it and thou go it. <laughs> but let's look at what the, at the King James Version is saying of Isaiah chapter 43 verse 19. It says here, it says, behold, indirectly, it says, see. It says, I will do. It's not making you to understand that I am going to, I'm thinking of doing. It says, I, God, I will do. Who will God do this favor for? We read it in the book of Psalm chapter 5, verse 12. 
the god bless the righteous now part of the blessing of the righteous is making me to tell you this morning that i will do a new thing he says and now it shall spring forth not tomorrow but now so there is something to do now to make your favor spring forth there is always what to do to compel god's hand to be available upon a man's life there is always what to do if you think that this kingdom is a kingdom of god do your part i don't want to do anything but i want to enjoy my dear i need to beg you quickly leave this very particular kingdom because it's not going to work for you we live you see we live in a generation where everything that you must bring on the table your part of your experience must be in it everything as long as this earth concerns no matter what you want to do it's like saying you want to go and get a job with ANC or get a job with, what, what did I even get into the ANC? I don't even know. You want to get a job with Telecom, you want to get a job with any Fortune 500 company. There is always a part for you to do. Always a part for you to do. You can't sit at home and expect favor to come and knock your door without you printing your CV and going to that company to go and put your CV on the table. And the same thing also I'm bringing this morning with God's system. There is always what to do. My dear, favor can be get out. You can find favor if only you know what to do for you to be able to experience favor. And so he says, yeah, I will do a new thing. He says, now it shall spring forth. He says, shall ye not know it? I will even make way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. No, I like that part. I will make way. Indirectly, I will do a new thing to the point that when it begins to happen upon your life, men will look and wonder, how did you get here? Can you, sir? Men will look and wonder, how did you get there, Angela? Men will look and wonder, how did you get there, Sibongile? Because why? God is saying, I, God, I will do a new thing. If only my compacts of indices will be put on the table and you engage on it this week, you will experience favor like never before in the name of Jesus. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. My last scripture before we get into the message in details. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says here, it said, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, which means if you know that you are in Christ, if you know you are fully convinced, not you are trying to think, am I in Christ? Am I not in Christ? Uh, did I do something that has made me out of Christ or whatever? He says, therefore, if any man is in Christ, he says that person is a new creation. He says, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I pray for somebody this morning. Now, as we begin to get into our world this morning, you will begin to experience the hand of God upon your life like never before in the name of Jesus. Now, as we begin to get down, what is favor? What is favor? Um, everybody has their dimensions of favor. Some of you will say favor is God's help. Some of you say favor is somebody helping me. Some of you is favor, favor, favor is, 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 is a punishment I deserve, but somebody decided to favor me. I mean, not to punish me, which is a favor. So there are different metrics of favor that you can bring according to your own level of life. For instance, somebody who is believing God for a job and he goes to an interview tomorrow and there are 50 people there and the person knows that I do not qualify from the kind of way I see all these guys are dressing, they are English. Some of them are coming with 60, I don't even know. Some of them are coming with Rhodes University certificate, Cape Town University, University of Johannesburg, and I'm just coming with a, not that I'm trying to commonize it, don't get me wrong. I'm just coming with a Boston certificate to get a job of a managemental position. How can that be? These are guys of five years, seven years, 10 years experience, but yet you are just coming out from Boston to go into that place for an interview. It will only take favor 
for you to get that very particular job. Because why? You know too well that you've played your part, but guy, oh boy, my part I play here is not, it's not, it's not equitable to what I'm hearing. It's not much to, to, to the degree of the people I'm seeing standing here. Now, that's a dimension of favor for that person who is believing God for that very particular job. Now, for somebody, you know that the things that you have done, oh boy, this thing has the grace to kill you. The judge are waiting for them to put a veto power of total judgment for 20 years in prison. But all of a sudden, something happened in the night. The judge wake up in the morning and just look at you and says, I know that I'm a judge. From this thing I'm seeing here, you do not qualify for you to leave this place, to go back to your home. It's from here to the prison. And even the president must lock the door and throw the key away. And the judge look at your case and just smile. And say, just because I'm in a good mood and as a chief judge of the federation, I bring my vector power upon you. And I say, you are hereby discharged and acquitted of all charges. Now, that's a favor for that very particular man. I don't know what favor you are expecting this morning. As we are about to look at the indices that guarantees favor, you will begin to enjoy favor start, starting from today in the name of Jesus. What do I put as favor in my own understanding? I put my own as a favor. Favor is God's signature upon a man's life. It's God's signature upon a man's life. Causing a man to triumph in all they do. Favor is God's signature. Where everywhere you go to, favor just begins to speak for you. Where everywhere you step into, favor just begins to answer for you. Where everywhere, every door you knock up, even when you are not even qualified for the product, God's signature just kind of find a way of just wrapping upon your life. And so based on this very particular understanding, we'll be looking at what are the metrics that guarantees favor. What are the metrics that guarantees favor? Indirectly, how to activate this favor? Because favor can be activated. He says he surrounds us as with a shield. I mean, he surrounds us with favor as with a shield. Guess what? The favor is surrounded. <laughs> when you let me open my eyes to see that, my mind, I say, oh boy, the favor is surrounded, but it doesn't mean that you are experiencing it. You can be surrounded by blood. You see, you can be surrounded by people who will help you. Doesn't mean that the people are already helping you. You can be surrounded by men and women that you know that carries the possibility to change your life forever. But doesn't mean that those very particular people will come and help you to get to the place you need to go to. It says he surrounds us as with a shield, which is called favor. But this morning, we want to see how to turn that surrounding of favor to become an activated favor upon our lives. To become an activated favor upon our lives. Psalm chapter 68 verse 19. Psalm 68 verse 19. It says here, it says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loaded us with benefit, even the God of our salvation. Blessed be the Lord who daily. So there is a daily favor for everyone. Every day you wake up, you're supposed to be experiencing favor. Every day you wake up concerning the works of your hand, concerning the job you do, concerning whatever that you desire, you're supposed to be experiencing favor because why? It says he daily loaded us with benefits. Part of that benefit comes a favor. Part of that benefit comes God's goodness upon your life. Part of that benefit God comes God's mercy upon your life. He says he daily loaded us with benefit. He daily loaded us with benefit. And so one of the things in which I put him, the proof of favor is not money. Oh, it's not money. The proof of favor is not money. Because a lot of people think that when money comes into your hand, that is favor. See, you can get money without, without, for lack of a better word, favor. You can't get money. 
by just by just operating in some certain wisdom and principle you can be able to bump into money you can be able to bump into money by being diligent in the things that god has called you to do you can be able to find but see favor is not money what is favor favor is god's hand of giving men to you is god's signature of giving whereby the heart of men is looking forward to bless you the heart of men they are panting day in day out where you show up in a place and all of a sudden you have no clue who this person is but they just choose to favor you you get on the queue and you get to that queue you are the number 52 at the queue but all of a sudden somebody comes from the front line and decide to take you from the back and bring you and say no you do not qualify to stand in this line i slept the lord woke me up i saw your face come this place let me be able to help you why my dear favor is not money because money can be gotten by wisdom favor is not money money can be gotten by discipline favor is not money Money can be gotten by you going to your job nine to five. Is it nine to five? Yeah, nine to five. And all of a sudden, at the end of the month, your boss will pay you. But what is favor? Favor is that very particular thing where God gives you his signature by sending all kinds of men at every department of your life to show up for you at any point in time. That's why for me, I call it favor is God's signature. Favor is God's signature. It's what I call the father's endorsement upon a man's life. The father's endorsement upon a man's life. And so based on that this morning, we are going to be looking at a few examples before I tell you how to activate this favor. We are going to be looking at a few examples of men in the Bible who enjoy favor. Because when you then see it from the scripture, see, I'm, I'm very good for me to show you from the scripture because I'm not there for me to guide you on Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday when you go through that very particular crisis. But I bet you the Bible you have is either you have the electronic Bible which is on your phone or the one you have as a hard copy. Obviously, you're supposed to have the two. But nonetheless, that's a topic for another day. But knowing too well that when tomorrow kick in, where the reality of this service is going to be over by 11 o'clock, and now life is now telling you, oh boy, forget that nonsense, Pastor Dalinti preached. Now you can then go to the Bible and see it yourself of men and women who enjoy favor. Number one, who are the men and women who enjoy favor? It's what I call the children of Egypt, the children of Israel when they were in Egypt. The children of Israel when they were in Egypt. The Bible makes me to understand in the book of Genesis chapter 3, verse, I mean, say Genesis, Exodus chapter 3, verse 21. Yes, Exodus chapter 3, verse 21. The Bible says, um, it says, God says, I will cause the Egyptian to look favorable upon you. So, which means favor has a way to look. That is a way somebody can look at you and choose to favor you. That is a way somebody can hear your name. They've not seen your face, but your name just, your name just give them a butterfly in their stomach and they choose to favor you. By God's grace, this moment, by the time we finish service, we are going to be praying and invoking this very particular mystery called favor to happen for you in the name of Jesus. It says here, and I will cause the Egyptian to look favorable upon you. It says, and they will give you gift. He said, when you go so that you will not leave empty-handed favor is only what is going to guarantee men to leave resources in your hand that you do not qualify to get favor is only what is going to guarantee men and women to come and help you until you are marvelously stronger until you are marvelously stronger until you are marvelously stronger only favor can make that very particular thing happen it says then i will cause the egyptian to look favorable to look favorable 
don't look favorable you and i know too well by the time the children of israel were living out of egypt they were living out of egypt to get into the place that god has asked them to go all of a sudden by the time they went to demand of any gift from the egyptians the bible says as they talk it was done for them why favor was kicked in but i will show you in the scripture what make these very particular guys enjoy this very particular favor because sometimes we are quick to just, okay, God just wake up in the morning and he was just in a good mood and God just said, no, favor, just go to these people. The Bible says something that was very important there, that these very particular guys, it says when he came to meet Moses, when Moses was in, what's it called? I think Moses was in his father's in-law's house. The Bible says, and God said to Moses, he says, I have heard the voice of my children in wilderness. So which means that, I mean, in Egypt, sorry, which means that is a voice of cry, the echo to heaven. There is a things they do that guarantees God's hand to say, no, it is time for favor to kick in. I pray one more time for somebody this morning. You will find favor in the name of Jesus. Oh, I don't know what you need to do this week. As you begin to engage on these indices, you will find favor like never before in the name of Jesus. See, my dear, favor is looking for you. But the version of you that the favor needs to land upon, you are not the one that is currently not looking for. He is hovering around your head because we see it in the book of Psalm chapter 5, verse 12. It is hovering around your head. But the version of you that must be able to compel that God's signature, that God's endorsement, that God, that God's, for lack of better word, God's trust of man to you. Ah, it must be a certain version of you. And I pray that this morning, you will bump into that version in the name of Jesus. Let's also look at somebody else again who enjoyed favor. This was a guy I called Joseph. Oh, I saw my, see, Joseph, Joseph is my favorite dude, man. It's like, it's like, it's like we have a WhatsApp group. We have the same WhatsApp. I love that guy. Oh, even with his, um, what's it called? With his dramas and everything. I just love the guy. This was a guy, maybe because for me, for lack of a better word, we kind of, we kind of have a similar story. He was a guy who was not loved by his family. He was a guy where because he has a bigger dream upon his life and all of a sudden they just hated him for no reason. He was a guy where from that very particular place, his brother conspired against him. They put him inside the pit. Before he knew what is going on, he find themselves in, in, in Potiphar's house. Potiphar's house, he thought, okay, I've arrived. All of a sudden, one lady come again and says, the guy just have a lot of ups and downs. His life was like a wave that was just going But when favor kicks in, all of a sudden we find the book of Genesis chapter 41. From verse 41 to 46, Genesis 41, 41 to 46, you can write it down. He says, the Bible makes me to understand that when favor kicks in, all of a sudden, a man who was a foreigner in the land, a man who has no work permit, business permit, whatever permit, that the permit for him to be able to go for that interview was not even there. This is me trying to talk to somebody who is a foreigner in any different country. They permit for him to be able to, because why? I'm praying for favor for God to remove a man from a position to put their veto power upon your life. Joseph was one of those very particular guys. He found himself standing before the number one person on planet Earth at that very particular point called Pharaoh. And guess what? No work permit on the CV. All he has was his wisdom. All he has was his intellect. All he has was the ability to interpret dreams. All he has was the administrative skills that he has developed in Potiphar's house and also developed in the prison. That was all this guy has. But now he needed a favor for him to be able to stand before the kings. Otherwise, oh boy, his deportation would not be formed. 
the way they'll deport him, it will be straight flight, SA, or probably not, not there's no connective straight one before I know what's going on. He's back to his country. But all of a sudden, favor covers even his weaknesses. Favor covered to the point that the king himself called for Joseph and Joseph interpreted the dream properly and not just interpreting of the dream. He gave an administrative solution to that very particular thing. And boom, all of a sudden, this very particular young man, the king by himself, <laughs> you know, when I, when I think of that, even me myself, I like, I like that story because uh, I am looking for, I'm praying for that kind of favor. My dear, that's why I say favor cannot, you can't just get that favor. You just have to walk your way to get it. It's not something you just wake up in the morning and just like favor, bam, appear. And I, my dear, see, that man that you are looking for him to favor you, do you know that he also has a family members? You expect that man to look at you, to give you all that, uh, that man or company, you know what I'm trying to say, to look at you and give you that contract when he also have brothers who are doing that same job. Haba, haba. There must be something that will make him to change his mind, to allow you to enjoy that very particular thing. We now say with the life of Joseph, what was the thing for Joseph? I was going to show you this morning on the factors that guarantees that. Then also, I mean, with Joseph, let me finish Joseph's story so that we get to my point number three. Then after we talk about how to activate this favor. We also see with Joseph, with this very particular guy, <laughs> he got to the king's place, put a vector solution that nobody will be able to administer that. Then all of a sudden, the Bible says a man without permit. And you know, for those of us who are foreigners, you know, I tell you, I'm like, <laughs> lack of this permit is the beginning of wisdom because you know your, 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 your access to some possibilities are very limited. But I pray for somebody this morning. I don't know who you are under the sound of my voice. You might be listening on the audio or watching me correctly now on any place. And I don't care the country in which you are right now. I pray for you that that very particular document, document to stay in the country, document to enter the business, license, whatever the thing called document that you need. I release favor from men of influence to help you in the name of Jesus. One more time, I pray for you. Whatever document that you desire, I intercede on your behalf. Lord, send men that will remove their ring and help this one's all this month in the name of Jesus. The Bible says concerning Pharaoh, the king was not interested to understand if he's a foreigner or not a foreigner. The king put his favor upon the life of this very particular guy. And all of a sudden, he removed his ring and put it in the hand of this man called Joseph. And he says, only on the throne will I be bigger than you. Indirectly, a work permit or a business, with him, he's even a business, a business permit had been given to Pharaoh, to Joseph. And yet, he did nothing to get that very particular stuff. He, there was too many additions of stuff that he just did one thing, but favor just begin. You see, when favor comes into a man's life, this is what favor does. When God's signature, which I call favor, comes into a man's life, what does it do? It makes it look as if in the eyes of people, it is not fair. Because why? Oh boy, we are currently now as a prince or as, a, as, as the second in command to the king. For instance, this is what favor do. You are the, there is a president called President Sir Ramaphosa right now in South Africa. When I mean right now, like today. Uh -huh. Like today, we are in. Today is the second, what do you call it, the 13th of February. So it's today. Uh -huh. Now, today, the president is President Sir Ramaphosa. This is what favor does. You now have all the indices and you are working, probably you are working in the municipalities somewhere around Kakiso. That's where you are working. You are doing your job there. But when favor kicks in, all of a sudden, the president has a particular need to do. 
and as a believer remember that the president currently now he has ministers he has cabinet people he has parliamentarians and all these guys that are there in fact he has special advisor of all manner of stuff in fact i think he has special advisor on how to wake up and how to sleep <laughs> that's just because that's 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 the privilege that i put around presidents as in i have if somebody's listening to me i want me to meet I, I, I just want to meet the president and understand president like i just want to understand your world a bit because i'm coming here tomorrow but i want to understand what happens here but this is the thing here this person working in a municipality all of a sudden begin to engage these factors of favor that i'm going to be putting they're just three they're not much they're just three he begins to engage this and yet he's just a for lack of a better word a ward mayor i think you guys have a statement called a ward mayor a ward councillor i don't know if that's the if that's the word a ward council i think he's a ward councillor he's there but all of a sudden favor this very particular people best begin to operate this three point i'm going to do but before you know what is going to what is happening the king which is president ramaphosa call for this man that is currently now in the municipality and gets to that very particular place he puts a solution on the table that president ramaphosa could not think anything else and all of a sudden a man who was at the municipality ward level find himself in the place of the president and now the special advisor on economic matters and yet the minister of finance still needs to hear that very particular guy that's what favor does favor has a way of taking you from the backside and getting you to the top that even the ministers around they are jealous of you but they can't do anything that was what happened with the life of joseph the bible says that that Pharaoh had his magicians, his astrologers, his whatever, and all those things. The men of wisdom and ideas, they were all there. But when Pharaoh went in to knock the door of Joseph, he removed a boy who does not qualify based on nationality. Take him up as if that was not enough. The book of Bible says in the book of Psalm 105, all of a sudden, this guy was now the one dispensing wisdom to people of the citizen. Favor, favor, favor. I pray for somebody this morning. God will put his hand of favor upon your life and you will be picked from the backside to the top in the name of Jesus. The final person we are going to look, we all know this person very well, is what I call Esther. Esther, in the book of Esther chapter 2, verse 15 and 17. Esther chapter 2, verse 15 and 17. Esther chapter 2, verse 15 and 17. We get to see with this very particular lady's story, you know how... This lady, all of a sudden, see, I'm going to show you some certain things. You know, this service for me, it's, it's, it's a blessed service. Uh, I was talking to my wife. My wife and I were just talking yesterday. I said, I pray this morning. I don't want to preach. I want to talk because I want every one of you to enjoy favor. Every one of you. I want you to know what to do at every point in time to command favor to happen upon your life. So that when you need something and everything, you don't just make it once and you don't even know how to do it again. Where you know, okay, I need favor in this place. What do I do? You come back to this message. You listen to it again with the lenses of the light of Christ. And you go back, implement it, and boom, favor up. And people are looking at that. Ah, is it only you, Kanisa? Is it only you, Angela, that you just keep enjoying this favor? Because why? You've always know what to do. When you hit the rock and you don't know what to do, you come back again to this message. You know, this is one message that I'll beg every one of you all the time. Come back to it again. Come back to it again. Because why? He said, faith cometh by hearing and continuous hearing of the word of God. Continuous, not just once and for all. Continuous hearing. Esther was one woman that enjoyed favor. A lady who is from Sushan find herself as the number two. In fact, as far as I'm concerned, number two one. I don't know how to. The reason why I say two one is because when we look at the indices of Esther's life, based on this favor that she enjoyed, all of a sudden 
This was a woman where the king himself gave Esther over 120 provinces to manage a woman. And guess what? The kind of favor that was operating upon Esther's life. Esther did not lift a sword and yet she managed 120 provinces. What is the secret of Esther? We will find it today. Point number one, how to activate favor. Let's get into the business of today. This is, I took all that time to get here. How to activate favor. Whatever favor is to you, how to activate it. Number one, let's look at number one. What is it? Honor. Oh yeah, honor. Honor. What is honor? Honor is the ability for you to discern. To discern who God is upon your life. Honor is the ability for you to celebrate and the rewarding of men for their unique sacrifice and investment. I'll repeat it again. What is honor? Honor is the ability for you to discern. And when I mean the discern, to discern your God. Because many of us, we think we know God. We just have an idea of who God is. We really do not know God because if we really know God, we'll be seen. We will operate in the God kind of system. We will honor God if the understanding of who God is upon our life is very real. The ability for you to honor. It says honor is the ability to discern who God is. Number one, honor also is celebrating and the rewarding of men for that unique sacrifice and investment. Not all men you see that they are just, they are just, is it not just a man? Haba. You'll be so shocked what that very particular thing, that level you call, is it not just a man? You'll be so shocked that you may never experience that part. Those of you who knows me very well, you will tell me, you will know very well. I don't joke with my God. I don't joke with, 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 with the men that he has positioned upon my life, especially fathers of faith. You will never, I bet you check my, check my social media. I tell you, I say my social media is almost, if you want to know me, you want to know my thoughts, go on my social media. You'll find it there. What does this guy think part time? How does he re- so that if you want to come and relate with me, you know this is how he operates. This is that I told my I say I told somebody I said, see, they were asking me, okay, Alex, how do we get to know you more? I just said, you know, go to YouTube and watch all platform church messages, or hang around my Facebook and just watch everything I do and read all the comments I put. I mean, all the things I post. You understand my thought? In fact, for lack of a better word, you understand my glory. What is glory? <laughs> glory is glory is who I am and what I stand for. That's just what the glory is. So when we talk about the glory of God, the glory of God is just everything that encompasses in God. That's what the glory means. And so based on that, honor, number one. Your ability for you to honor. Your ability. And there are three kinds of honor that no matter what, it must be found in your life. A favor must be speak for you. And I pray for somebody, any of this one that you are lacking, God will open your eyes this morning for you to engage them all in the name of Jesus. Remember I tell, I say favor is hanging around you. But there is a version of you that must get into that favor. We say, now I see this part is now operating. Enjoy this favor. I see this part is now operating. You've activated the favor. Now begin to bless you. What are the three aspects of favor? I mean, of three of the three aspects of honor that you must load yourself with. Un, see, unashamedly, undoubtedly, and unapologetically. These three, you must put it on one. Number one, honor to your God. Honor to your God. Honor to your God. Honor to your God. Number two, honor to men. My dear, men are mysteries embodied in flesh. Men are mysteries embodied in flesh. You will see an old woman in the village. 
she managed to take all her 13 children to university and you commonize that woman watch yourself struggle to take just your own one child to university and pay it in full men are mysteries they are god vector example on planet earth on how the possibility of god can work on planet earth number one your honor to god number two your honor to men and number three your honor to principles and patterns your honor to principles and patterns let's look at number one quickly which is your honor to god the bible says that concerning your honor to god it says my son in the book of proverbs chapter 23 verse 26 proverbs 23 26 my son he says here give me your heart and let your eyes observe my way indirectly god is saying here in proverbs 23 26 give me your heart Honor me with your heart and let your eyes observe my ways. There is a way that guarantees my favor, my signature to be signed upon your life. If only you will give me your heart. My son says, give me your heart. Give me your heart. Give me your heart. Give me your heart. There are many of you now. You are struggling for you to so heartedly give yourself totally to God. And say, God, I may have my own earthly wisdom. But I choose to honor you as God over my life. When no matter what I take, I put you first. I put you first. I put you. See, your ability for you to put God first in everything is your honor to him. God, I may not know how the indices of my life is going to go. I know that I have this two billion in my bank account, but I don't want to trust the finance. I trust your wisdom. Then you put yourself down under the submission of God's authority. Your honor to God. My son, my daughter. My son, my daughter, give me your heart. All he's appealing, give me your heart. The only way for God to know that you honor him is the fact that your heart is currently in his heart. If your heart is not in God's hand, my dear, forget about honor from God's part. You can enjoy honor from men. And I bet you honor from men can be retrieved. Because if they bring you dead, they can remove you out. But when God's vector power of honor is upon your life, because you honor God and he decides to honor you back, watch what let me see how the men want to remove you there and watch god go into a rogue mode and remove everybody that chooses to come to your path my son give me your heart he says in the book of matthew chapter 6 verse 33 he says seek first the kingdom of god that is honor seek first seek first if you are not going to put me first don't observe don't 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 expect me to put you first you want me to put you first in everything. But can I find my first from everything that I've blessed you with? Your honor to God. Your honor to God. Your honor to God. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Before you seek your job, before you wake up tomorrow morning to go to that office, seek first God. God, I don't know. Before, before you even carry your phone and begin to reply to email and SMS and stuff, God, why you are honoring God with the first awakening of your consciousness and say, God, I might have sleep knowing to where I'm awake now, but I honor you for the gift of life. This is how we pull these very particular things. When you find us as God's servant, do the, this is how we do it. There's nothing. It is, see, the Bible says these mysteries are hidden to those who are not of Christ. But as long as you are a born again child of God, this is not more a mystery. It's available for you. Your part is for you to engage. Your part is for you to do. Your part is for you to activate. If you do not activate the honor for God, forget God's vector signature upon your life. 
He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And every other thing that you are panting to get. Every other thing means every other thing. Every other thing means every other thing. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things called favor. All these things called mercy. All these things called opportunity. All these things called prosperity. All these things, whatever that is on this, whatever things he says shall be added to you. It's an addition. It's an addition. It's an addition. You say, but what you must do? You must seek first the kingdom of God. In you seeking first the kingdom of God, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. I'm reading from the living Bible. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. It says here, it says, honor the Lord by giving him the first part of all your income. See, if you cannot honor God with your finance, forget about financial breakthrough upon your life. Forget it. You know, this thing called favor has its own. If for somebody who is believing God for financial breakthrough, I've just given you the secret of financial breakthrough here. He says, honor the Lord. I did not put it there. He says, honor the Lord by giving him the first of all of your income. For example, your tithe, your offerings, uh, your kingdom investment, uh, your prophetic seed, whatever. As long as it's kingdom agenda, as long as still to your God, there is always that very particular portion of life. He gave you 100% and says, daughter, and he says, so just honor me with 10% of it. Just honor me with, you see, I gave you 100. Can, can I not be able to participate of the 10 for my kingdom agenda to be done? The place of honor. He says, honor the Lord by giving him the first of all your substance. And now see what he says. He says, and he will fill your bands with wheat and barley and overflow with wine, vast with finest wines. He says, overflow. Does that sound like the month this year? Uh, what you call um, this year? A prophetic declaration. So if you want to overflow in finance, honor God. Honor God. Honor God. There are some of you, you are busy praying and binding the devil. Finance Jacobs, he come down. Just look what response, what kind of favor response to finance. And this is the scripture number one. Oh no. Lord, I only have 10 rand. But out of this 10 rand, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to give you my one rand out of this 10 rand. Trust in you, knowing too well that I honor you based on this. That you who give me this 10 rand, you are able to be able to sustain the remaining 19, I mean, the remaining 9 rand in my hand. Take your 10 rand. And that belief of honor and watch God making that 9 rand be able to feed you for the rest of that very particular month. The reason why some of you are afraid for you to honor God with your substance, honor God with your service, honor God with your talent, honor God with your love, honor God with your sacrifice, is because you have not received of the Father in full. If you see, do you notice that if you receive of a particular company you are working for, you don't, the company does not need to force you. You know what to benefit of the company. You will do what it entails for you to benefit of that company. You will. You will. And that's part of your honor. You will do what it entails. Your ability for you to honor. The Bible says in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 24 verse 24. 2 Samuel 24, 24. It says here. It concerning the life of David. David was about to bring something before the Lord. He was about to build the house of God. And David now says, he says, see. I will not give God or I will not sacrifice to my Lord a burnt offering. Stuff that did not cost me nothing. David understand that my in everything you see around me. If it has not been for the Lord who has been on my side, 
the enemy would have used me as a chewing stick and threw me away. He understand the place of God upon his life. And so because of that, that was a non-negotiable. There are some of you, circumstances have negotiated you for you honoring God. Let's even leave the whole issue of finance. For you just being able to dedicate yourself to the things and the dealings of God. Just because somebody, one idiot, posted something on Facebook that make you begin to doubt, does God really exist? Now, do you know that the moment that person posts it, it's attacked your faith and you accepted the attack and you are wondering why things are going down in your life again? Your place of honor. The place of honor. David says, I will not. Indirectly, if it's going to cost me sleepless nights, I will do the service of the God. If it's going to cost me being in the prison, I will stand and declare the name of God. I will not because why? I honor God. I honor God. I honor God. When you honor God, we'll see it in your service. We'll see it in your life. We'll see it in the things you do. And these are the things that compels God's honor to be upon a man's life. Another thing in which you can write down the book of Malachi chapter 1 verse 6 to 9. Malachi chapter 1 verse 6 to 9. Malachi 1 6 to 9. It says there in verse 6 from the New International Version. It says, Son, honor his father and his slave his master. If I be your father, where is the honor due me? Now this is God himself calling. That is Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. This is God himself talking. He says, a son honoreth his father. So a slave honors his master. If I, God, be your father, where is my honor? Now, this is a question some of you need to sit down and ask. Where have I dishonored God in any way? Have I dishonored God in my service to him? Have I dishonored God in the interest of his kingdom? Have I dishonored God in my financial commitment to him? Have I dis See, you, you need to take a veto. You want favor to appear? This is one indices. Honor to God. I'll pause there. You take your time for you to read Malachi chapter 1, 6 to 9. What is number two? Honor to men. Honor to men. Remember, I gave you three points on honor. Honor to men. What is it that I put here? I say men are not just ordinary. They are spiritual force that even the force are finding way to use men. Men are not just ordinary. Do you know that both angels and demons, they are all finding a way to use men. That is for you to see how powerful a man is. To the point that God needed approval of man for his son to be on this very particular earth. God need because why? God knows the vector. He knows the, the for lack of a better word, the, 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 the parameters, the indices, the resources, the raw material in which he used to make man. He knows it. And so based on that, it will be to your detriment for you to look at men and commonize them. All of a sudden, you find this very particular man. The man wake up one morning, he's now a politician. And he's a politician, he's doing his business, walking the work he's doing. And you wake up one morning and you say, ah, ah. All these politicians, they are just eating our money. Ah. What is honor? Let me look at honor. Remember I told you one thing about honor. I says honor here. It is you celebrating and rewarding the uniqueness and sacrifice of a man and the investment upon themselves. You think that President Cyril Maposa get there by chance? Insult that very particular man or insult that office and watch yourself ever limited for life and not get into the place of leadership. As simple as that. God put him there. Whether we vote him or we don't vote him. As long as he's sitting in that very particular place. He has been placed by God. God knows how to undo what he's doing. It's the business with him and God. <laughs> we saw that happen to the likes of what he called. Amin. We saw that happen to Abacha. We saw that happen to all the terrorists. In terms of what, why? God, when the time for God comes. 
But as long as that man is in that office, do yourself a good favor. That is a force that sponsors him. Guess what? You all of you know that all political parties in this country, they, they, there is somebody that was put as the president from your party. They didn't qualify. Whether you say they rig it or not rig it, no, that's the story for another day. But at the moment, they did not qualify. And for that man to enter there, his ability for you to keep your mouth shut because there is something that that man knows that you don't know. There's an experience that he has paid for that guarantees him to be sitting at that very particular place. And if you don't know it, keep quiet. And just honor the, honor the office. If you don't want to honor the office, indirectly you are honoring the man. And as you honor the man, you enjoy what that very particular man carries. You may not like President Ramaphosa, but he has to be honored. You may not like the president, your leader in your company, but as far as they are your leader, your ability for you to honor them is part of your way. The Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 10, verse 41. Matthew chapter 10, verse 41. Oh, when you honor man, <laughs> you are honoring the God they represent and favor flows to you. When you honor a man, you are honoring the God. See, when I'm talking about honor, I'm not saying that you are worshiping. That's two different between worshiping and honoring. No, 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 no. See, you only worship God, your father, but you honor man. You honor man. Where you see them, you don't, even in your private zone of your house, you don't just talk anyhow. Calm down. You don't talk. Because as long as you are still on your way to the top, everybody you meet at the top, honor them. I celebrate you, sir. I don't know how you get here, but I know too well that it must not be easy. My, sir, tell me your story and watch that man just smile until you come into my inner chambers. Ah, because why? You have just honored his office. You are not, and this is one of the biggest devil that has slapped we, our, you know, you know our young generation. You know, I said this, I said if you are 40 and 40 and below, oh boy, you are young. You have no right to question any leaders at the top. No right, forget it. That's why, do you notice that no matter how much you insult any leader, whether, this is me just talking to position party, you want to sit on that very particular place, Oh boy, honor the guy. I know you guys can sit in parliament and argue. Oh no, this indecent constitution, section 42 of section B7939. No, you guys know your sections. I don't know those sections. I only know Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Genesis, Exodus, Revelation. That's my own section I know. But whatever section, and you stand in that place and you tell this man, you are a dog. Ha! Watch your life always remain a dog. You will never smell that very particular place. Because why? You've just insulted that very particular office. And watch favor go far from you. When you see a man suffering from favor, he has dishonored something that he was supposed to honor. When you see a man suffering, you see a man walking tirelessly and favor is not around this corner. Check what he has been dishonoring. See, it is very easy for you to check the indices and look at a man's life like a surgical surgeon and determine, Kai, you missed it here. You've been talking bad about this office. That's why you are not going forward. Matthew chapter 10, verse 41. Kaparatosha. I believe somebody has been blessed tonight. Matthew chapter 10, verse 41. God bless you, my beloved, um, for posting this message. You know, I love you so much. Thank you. That's all I can say for today. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 10, verse 41. It says, whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet, he says he will receive a prophet reward. When he's talking about this, whoever honors the prophet as a prophet, whoever honors. Now, at this very particular moment, there is a prophet in your office, which is called Pastor Darlington. Whoever, if you honor this man, there is a grace I carry that appears to you. If you look at me and say, is it not just that Nigeria from South Africa? Watch yourself always experiencing a Nigeria kind of experience. But when you look at it, I say, no, this is God-sent messenger. He was sent for a time as this for my destiny. He said, he that honors the prophet will receive a So which means everywhere I walk, there is a grace of the prophetic gift I carry. 
But if you see me as that Nigeria who come into South Africa, that's all that you will ever experience. The place of honor. He says, and whoever welcome a righteous as a righteous person who will receive a righteous man's reward. What is God making us to understand on this very particular scripture? That as far as men is concerned, there is a portion of honor that they command that if you ignore that part, watch yourself suffer for the rest of your life. Favor can be gotten at. Honor take you to that place. Favor can be activated upon your life if you know how to use this gift called honor. The ability for you to honor men. You look at a woman. I know that yes, the woman is staying in Toyando in one village sitting there. But all of a sudden, the woman, you call her for 10 rand, 20 rand. She has a way of bringing out that money and you commonize that process. And yet you are currently working in something. And in a salary of almost 200,000 rand per month. By on the third of that day, the money is finished. And yet you don't want to, woman, I don't care who you are. Please talk to me. I submit myself to the God upon your life. How do you manage 10 rand? And yet at the end of the month, you still have 5 rand to save. But I earn 300,000 rand per month. But on the third of every month, the money is finished. Honor. Honor. Somebody, the veil is beginning to fall from your eyes. Honor. You want to enjoy favor? Learn how to use your mouth to honor. We, we Learn how to use your mouth to honor men. Men are not just ordinary. Respect men when you find them today. When you go to your office, for some of you, this, this, this is just me saying this one as a prophetic word for somebody to take the action. You are looking for favor from that boss. My friend, as you are going to office, oh, I don't care what you are doing. Carry a package in your hand. Wrap the thing and write, my boss, I honor you. I know being a leader is not easy, but I just choose to favor you with this very particular wine or this very particular pen, whatever. And just write it and, and watch. Ha! Watch the heart of that man goes for you. Honor. Honor. Where all of a sudden, because you recognize the man, and the man look, he said, who can I favor here? And your name, Angela, just come before that man. Your name, Kanisa, just come before that man. Your name, Sibongili, just come before that man. Because why? You have honored that very particular man. You see, even us as prophets of God, see, let me say this to you to help you. There are some certain names that is mentioned in our ear. We'll be like, Father, take, let this cup pass over me. Let it pass. Because why? Your ability for you to honor the grace. You have so insulted the grace to the point that people outside are benefiting from the grace, but you are not benefiting. Because why? You have so dishonored it to the point that when your name is mentioned, we want to run away. You're like, ah! This one? Never. Never. The only thing we do is like, Father, do what you can do with this daughter. But there are some whereby by the time we hear your name, we smile. Because we know that of you, you have you have honored your prophet so well to the point that we smile. Keep our toes. We just laugh. <laughs> Say, God, any problem that somebody is going through, because this person honors me, Lord, anything I stand to fight that devil they are fighting. My dear, we pray those prayers in our secret. I'm telling the truth. We do that. Because why? Honor. What else again is another honor? Honor to your biological parents. I don't know how to put this one. It just came now. Holy Spirit, there are some of you, you have so much. The way you honor your pastor, carry that same honor. Give it to your parents. There are some of you, your ability for you. The last time you bought sweets for your parents was the day you were leaving their house. Now you are 59 and quarter. You've never bought a, a pen to say, Mama, Papa, take this one and write something into life. You never. The Bible make it clear. Let's look at the scripture so that in the place of honor so that you understand. Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. Exodus 20, verse 12. It says, Honor thy father and thy mother. 
He said that thy days may be long on the earth, that the Lord thy God will give it unto thee. Honor your father and your mother. Ephesians, even make it clear. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 1 to verse 3. You can write that down. Ephesians 6, 1 to 3. It also says, um, it says, honor thy father and thy mother. I mean, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is your parents in the Lord are those God has put over your life that are sitting in the church. Your, it says, obey them. Honor them. Honor your father and your mother, your biological parents. Honor your parents in the Lord. Honor people of leadership. Honor. You want to be honored in life? You must sow the seed of honor. You want people to look at you tomorrow and all of a sudden they begin to shout your name. Have you shouted the names of this one that are sitting? Yes, I know they make mistakes. That's not over business. Do you notice that the Bible says honor? It didn't say respect. There's a little difference between respect and honor. Respect is hand. Honor is giving. It's as simple as that. Respect is hand. There are some of you, you are expecting that no, no, I don't know where I will respect President Jacob Zuma. You don't need to miss it. Ramaphosa, because that's the leader of the country at the moment. The only way for me to, re to, to respect, I have to respect President Obama. No, if he doesn't respect me, you are joking. That position that man is currently now is a position of honor. Whether you don't like his language, you don't like his tribe, whether he comes on sonar and he's talking about his shoes and his jersey is wearing a coat, I don't care. Honor the office he's sitting. If you want to be honored in life, honor that place. There are some of you this morning this is the message that will bail you out of this favor that has hold you bound. He says, children, obey your parents in the Lord. He says, honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment we promise. He now says that it may be well with you. Do you see what that can do? When you honor your father and your mother, you honor your biological father and mother, you honor your parents and the Lord, all of a sudden, the result of it is verse 3 of Ephesians 6.3. He said that it may be well with you. That thou mayest live long on planet earth. So there are some of you that are currently on earth, but yet it's not well with you at all. You are waking up every morning. Life is just giving you big cow. Have you taken out the indices and look? My spiritual parent. Have I honored them so well? My biological parent. If any of you is listening to me, your parents are still alive. Hear me? After this service is over, if you honor me, your, your spiritual father in the Lord, if you honor me, if you honor me, the father of this ministry, after this service is over, call your mother, call your father. Ma, I don't know how you managed to train me to this point. They may, you, they may, you may not like them, honor them. Bible did not say respect them, he said honor. Ma, I don't know how you managed to keep me to what I am today. But I just call you to say I celebrate you. I honor you, mom. You are the best in after sliced bread. You are the best chicken. You're fat. You are sweeter than aromat. No matter how the banana put together, cannot be slick like you. Mom, you just throw words after them. Send them e-wallet. Don't just talk with mouth. Send them e-wallet. Let them eat of the blessings of God upon your life. And watch your mama in the village. That one that is sitting in the village, watch her as she's seeing that very particular 500 rand you sent for her. And see her smile to go and buy. Maybe it's a soup that she needs to eat. And as she's eating the soup, she's saying, it shall be well with my daughter. It shall be well with my son. It shall be well with my children. My grandchildren. The more she's saying that very particular word, her. let me see the devil that will stand against the way. Because why? You've honored. Ha! If there is one thing I've noticed in this country, you see, this is my research. You have right to your own research. I have right to my own research. This is my research I have seen in this country. The way the people of this very part, especially our young generation, these ones who just feel that as if they are born free. In fact, these are not born free. They are born loose. That's how I call them. They are born loose. The way they insult their parents. 
You see that they are staying in Midland driving BMW, and their father and their mother is sitting in one Alex, in one Mokuku. In a, they know that their shoe cannot even stay in that very particular shack. But yet, you see them hanging around Midland, going to busy corner, trying to waste money, and you wonder why their life is not making any progress. Oh no. Your mother is sitting in there in Soweto in the village. Your grandfather, your grandparents, they are there wondering, when am I going to eat my daughter's money? When am I going to eat? Is there a right for you to eat it? I don't care. I don't care. No, but my father raped me and so what? Honor him. I'm sorry to say that part. I know that yes, you are angry with what he did. Your mother was not there when you grew up. It was painful. It's okay. It is not respect your mother. It is honor your mother. It comes from the portal of honor. And when you do that, let God see. When you do that, see, it is a promise that has been put on the Bible. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 1 to verse 3. He said, when you do that, it says, your days on the earth shall be long and it shall be well with you. Then forget every other thing about your parents. You think that some of us who are enjoying the blessing. See, I tell them, I said, see, my wife knows that's a very particular story every time. I'm a product of my mother's prayer every day. Ha! See, that if you want to kill me, kill that woman first too. Because the more you go to any shrine to call my name, I bet you, the first person that will appear is my mother. After then, you try, Jesus appear. You think it's a joke, Holy Spirit appear. Because why? I honor those people unashamedly. I don't care their fault. They did their best. Why they can do it? It is now for me to use the rest they've given me to make it good out of my life. I know you said, but they didn't take you to Cestesians. But your parents did not abort you when you were in the womb. I know you say they didn't give you the kind of food and the school you want to go. But your parent chooses, at least they chooses to put clothes on your body you were not naked. Honor them for that very particular part. I don't care whether you are 49 and quarter, 67 and quarter. If your parents are still alive, go back there and honor them. Go back there and honor them. Go back. Hear me? I'm saying this with a whole and angry in my spirit. And that's why you see children in this very particular country commit suicide at age 13. Suicide at age 25. You get to 40 suicide. Why? Honor has taken you to that very particular place. You see people just dying like chickens. And you wonder why. He says so that your days on earth may be long. A research was purported that the youngest generation that dies so quickly as far as Africa is concerned is in South Africa. Habba, 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 habba. Are you not tired of that? All of a sudden, you have commonized the debt to like, no, it's because the government is not government. Am I not in your South Africa? Am I not in your country? And God is still So forget the government. Your government as a believer is not the government of Ramaphosa. It's the government of the Lord using Ramaphosa to be a blessing upon your life. So if you focus on God, he will route president and the economy to favor you. But in that, honor your parents. Honor them. Let them, let them be glad. At least some of you put a program. Mama, every month, papa, every month, I will send you 200 rand and you commit to it every month. And just for the fact that they are expecting, remember, this is not Sasa money because some of the parents are currently correcting Sasa. It's not Sasa. Every month they are looking, my daughter will send me 200 rand. As they said, they just tell you that, they just send you that message, thank you. Oh, God bless you. Ah, watch that month, sweet. Ah, you know, I'm saying this because I know it, it's, it's one of the, for lack of better words, one of the moods I used. When you see me, I go any places and all of a sudden, I honor my parents unashamedly. I honor, I honor my parents now to the point that I even honor my mother-in-law, my wife's mother. I honor her. Because I know all she would have done is to press that daughter of hers in her womb. I may lack a wife for me to marry. And now I'm married, a boy. Any rand I get that I can send to that woman, I will send it to her. I don't care. It is my money. That's a problem. Honor. Honor. I can talk about the honor, but I'll pause there.
Let's get quickly to my point number three on the place of honor. Principles and patterns. My dear, there are some certain dimensions of principles and patterns that if you do not honor principle, you can never become a principalities in that very particular place. Your ability for you to honor principle. The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 from verse 1. Deuteronomy, indirectly dethroning your enemy. Chapter 28 from verse 1. Dethroning your enemy, chapter 28. You want to experience honor? You have to be able to honor principles and patterns. Do you know that the only reason why your company can be able to promote you is because you go according to the principles and patterns of that company? You don't need to pray and fast on that part. As long as you obey principles and patterns, it has a certain dimension of power that you will enjoy. Obvious. Certain dimension. See, powers are not just the one that brings down the devil. Powers are also the one that makes events happen upon your life. When you engage some certain principle, for instance, for you to be able to benefit of the rested life reality upon this church, there are principles that guides us. Now, you don't need to, see, this is, I'm, I'm going to say, I know that people are broadcasting, this one is it's going, but I don't care where it is, but I'm going to say this. There are principles that governs this ministry, that if you will adhere to the principle, the rested life can become your reality, even when you don't pray. Yeah, I say so. Even when you don't pray. Principles and patterns. Sometimes, I use the word, does not answer to prayer and fasting. Does not. It does not answer to prayer and fasting. Principle of waking up in the morning and going to office from 9 to 5 and you stay and you do your job very well. It guarantees you that at the end of the month, you don't need to pray, you get a salary. You will get a salary. Principles of waking up and you be diligent in your business. You don't need to pray. You will get kings coming before you. Principles and patterns. The Bible says in Deuteronomy, your enemy, chapter 28, verse 1. Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 1. It says here, and it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of your God and observe to do all his commandment, all his principle. Now, guess what? For you to do that, if you notice, he said, if thou hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord, he didn't say, if a born again Christian hearken diligently, if you just hearken. That's why sometimes when you see all this in quote, unbelievers being blessed, or unbelievers being prosperous. My dear, don't be quick to say, after all, unbelievers are prospering. How come we, the church, are not prospering? Go and check the principles they, 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 they are, what's called, they are imbibing in. Go and check it. Go and check the principles. Go and check. I was telling my wife yesterday, concerning a particular multicultural man of God who was, who was trying to, to put a balance on this nonsense that people are bringing to trying to compare the world and the church. Like, ah, after all, Bill Gates, he's not a born-again Christian. Jeff Bezos is not a born-again Christian. And all of a sudden, they don't call on any gods and God still bless them and stuff. My question, I like what Apostle Joseph said to them. He said, do you, know the, do you know where they go to in the night when you sleep? Do you know where they go to? Do you know? If you don't know where they go to in the night when you sleep, keep quiet. Don't, don't, just, don't shut up. Shut up. You are the one who thinks, see, there's a certain level of wealth you will command. It can only come from the dimensions of power. Powers is the one that sustains it. The Bible says, for I have given the power to get wealth. There are some certain wealth levels. See, there are some certain wealth that you need to command as a believer. It can come only from a power dimension of God. Power. If that one does not answer to you, just being, you have to invoke powers for that one to be happened. Powers that sustain. Powers that break yoke. Powers that delivers. Powers that gives you the heart of men. That's how the world comes into. A power to sustain. So there is a power dimensions when you engage in principles and patterns. Principles. It says, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord and observes to do all that I have commanded thee this day. It says, I will give you today. It said, the Lord will set you on high 
above all nations. From what? Just you obeying principle. So when you see your Jeff Bezos, when you see your, what he called, borrow me their name, Patrice Motepe of South Africa, when you see your Alukodangotels and co, there are principal dimensions that these guys, they engage in that guarantees what they are currently pulling. The place of principle. Even in God, we have principle. He says, sit down and have shall not cease. He says, serve me, I'll bless the water and my bread. Honor me and I will honor you. He says, you know, a lot of things is there in the Bible. Have you taken out the time for you to look for principles that governs your life? He says also in the book of Exodus chapter 23, verse 22. Exodus 23, 22. He says, yeah. He said, but if you will listen carefully to his voice and do everything I say, you listen, because there are some of you, you listen, but you don't do. And you come back and cry. How come this thing is not happening upon my life? Now, I'm giving you indices. I've given you on the place of honor. I gave you three things to honor. Number one, God. Number two, men. Number three, principle. There are some of you, after this service is finished, powerful message. You close that thing. You go on with your life. And you wonder, you go tomorrow, expecting favor to happen. And yet, none of those three I've mentioned, you're actually engaging. And you wonder, why is your life still? My dear, you can find favor. The Bible says, and Jesus found favor with God and with man. But I will show you what he did that made him guaranteed to find favor. The Bible says, and Jesus grew in wisdom and in status. He grew. He, wasn't, he grew to the point that he was responsible of his life. He grew in wisdom. He was responsible. And all of a sudden, boom, he began to find. See, you can find favor with God. Which means the ability for you to have several encounter. But if you do not find favor with men, you will live a wasted life here on planet Earth. You will. I bet you, you will. It, as much as, no, God favor me. Lord favor, let men favor. That should be your prayer. The Bible says, yeah. It says, but if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord, Exodus 23, 22. It says, I will be an enemy to your enemy and a force to your foes. Do you see what God would do? By you just obeying principles. The principle of seed time and harvest. The principle of serving. The principle of using your talent. The principle of being diligent. The principle of determination. The principle of insisting. Can you put that on the table? With that being said, quickly, because I need to quickly jump into my next point. Point number two. What else also? Remember point number one is honor. Point number two. Let's look at number two. Is what I call your what and your value. Your what or your value. Your what or your value. Now, this very particular one here, this is, I wish I can take more time here, but I'll be very fast on this place so that I can finish all these things so that we then be able to pray. Um, I think I have the next 20, 30 minutes for me to finish just so that we then be able to pray. Now, let's look at your what or your value. What did I say about your what or value? I say is a measure of your contribution and your usefulness. Is a measure of your contribution. What value are you adding to the society? You want to find favor with men? What value are you giving to man for men to be able to favor you? You think that you will just sit in your house and yet you are not offering an exchangeable, for lack of a better, an exchangeable product for men to be able to favor you. You cannot experience favor as far as life is concerned if you have no value to offer on the table. What is your what? What is When we look at you, what can you say is the value you are bringing on the table? There must be a value proposition of you that will compel favor to come. A value proposition. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29. Proverbs 22, 29. Proverbs 22, 29. He says here, he says, see a man diligent in his business. That is his value. Diligent in his business. 
He will not stand before ordinary men, but will stand before kings. He will not stand before non-entity. He will stand before people of influence. He will not stand before a nobody. He will stand before people of astute wisdom that begins to navigate paths and ways for their life. Value. What value are you bringing on the table? You want to be favored? You think you will just sit down there and the president will just call you to become the prime minister? You see, prime minister, call you to become the minister of finance when you have no, 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 no exchangeable value that would be beneficial to his constituency. He will not bring you on board. I'm sorry. Pray from now to Timbuktu. And this is where the church have missed it. We keep praying, but yet we are not adding value upon ourselves. The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 2, from verse 40 and 52. Luke chapter 2, 40 and 52. It says here, Luke chapter 2, verse 40 and 52. It says, and the child grew. Remember, he was a child, but he grew. <laughs> there are some of you, you are 59 and quarter, you are still a child. The last time you invest in your academic, the last time you invest in your life was about 10 years ago and yet you want to benefit of this 10 years now kind of favor. It's not possible. I'm sorry, that does not... Prayer and fasting will not answer that part. I'm, I'm, see, I'm your pastor, I'll tell you. It will not answer. I don't care. It would. You know these days it's all about technology. Ability for you to, 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 be, to, be, to, to work on a fast-paced age, a resort-driven society and yet you are just sitting down. And you, I'm not, I'm not against those who are still using typewriter. But I'm sorry, if you're still using typewriter, the job for you to be a typist is no more there available. You know it's not there. It's not there. Even all CEOs now, they can type their own notes. So your business for you to be a typist has died. And yet you are a prayer warrior. And you are wondering why you are not getting job. You won't get job. What value? What is, what is the value? Like I said, it's the measure of your contribution and your usefulness. Your skill added with excellence. If there is one community I've seen, I pray that that madness die with the church. We are very quick at bringing mediocrity result. You see somebody want to change excellence for prayer and fasting. Oh, I was not able to add this thing well. The reason why I did not finish this product. And yet you are a wedding planner. Now the wedding, you know they've paid you all the money for you to make sure that that event is on the prime. You charge them a million rand. But all of a sudden, your, your laziness, your Lacedetical behavior, no character, parata, whatever. All of a sudden, you come, you bring in nonsense service. And tomorrow, that person, tell all her friends, do not call this person again for any job. You've just put disfavor upon your life. Why? Because you were not able to bring value on the table. Value. You see the job I'm doing here. That's why, for example, when we pastors get blessed, some of you get jealous and get angry. I know you think that it's just a talk I take. But you have no clue the investment that goes behind my life every day for me to bring value. Whereby, because I want you to enjoy favor, I take my time in prayer, in fasting, appealing, interceding on your behalf and bringing this message together so that by the time you hear it, it's a value I'm putting on your table. And when the value gets to you, God now begins to minister to you based on the value I bring on the table. And yet, he begins to compel men to begin to favor us. Value. That's why I don't just come and I bring anyhow kind of message. When I look at the message I want to bring, can this message bless me? If not, drop it. And I say, God, what can I do? Because why? The same way I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching to myself. I come back to this message. That pastor, Darlington has preached. Darlington, be blessed. Go back, sit down. Learn of the things that you have said and implement that very particular strategy upon your life. See, God see me. My hand is up with all humility, with all humility and sincerity to God. Every message I preached, I practice it. 
Every. From honor to value. You don't want to see. See, my wife will tell you point blank. You want to buy a gift for me that is recognizable that I will value you. If it's not a book, don't buy anything. I don't care. Don't. No, not even clothes. Clothes is good. Don't. don't buy. Because why? I must invest in my wisdom. And I was saying my wife yesterday, I said there is a level of investment I'm doing that I will not be shocked tomorrow if the president, the parliamentarians, and all the constituencies, even the premiers, attend platform church. Because why? I have invested on value. So that when they come, I can give them solution to their problems. Value. What value are you offering? If you are not offering anything of value after this service, close your, see, block your phone, block, put, put flight mood on your phone and go back. Lord, pastor has made me angry. What value can I add to my own? See, there are some of you, you have been working in that company for the past five years. What value have you added to the company? Apart from the fact that you just do the one plus one is equal to two. Have you taken out the time to add extra value that will make your boss look at you and say, no, you can't just be an ordinary manager. Let's bring you, let's make you a chief director of the company. Let's make you a group bring you as part of the what you call how do you call it the lawyer the associate partner or partner whatever you know those lawyers they have a grammar but what it comes from value what value every month you have a target of you bringing five people to that very particular company have you gone extra mile based on your what and your value and you bring 10. the company say five you keep bringing 10 and watch god says ha see the bible say he's the rewarder of them that diligent see there is a name of god that people have not bumped into he's called the rewarder your company may not see you. Your company may take you for granted. But what the value you put on the table, God begins to orchestrate possibility where all of a sudden one person comes to the company, watch you with excellence, character, attitude, value. And before you know what is going on, they look at you. Ah, Kanisa, I just like what you are. You know, I like using my wife for, for good example. That's your problem. Kanisa, I just like what you are doing. There is this very particular media company that I want to bring into South Africa. And I don't know how to do it. But from the way I see you, the way you are writing this very particular script and your excellence in your delivery, I want to make you a, a co-owner of the thing. And guess what? The guy brings all the equipment, bring all the, register the company, put your name as a political partner. And also when he does the manifesto, you are a co-owner. Value. 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 This is exactly what makes the likes of Joseph for him to stand out. When Joseph was coming to meet the king. See, we live in a life whereby it's a result-driven society. If you cannot produce result, my dear, forget about elevation and favor. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. If result is not going to be the thing you are going to pursue, forget it. C.S. thou a man diligent in his business. Not a man that is not disciplined. Not a man that has no character. Not a man that has not, not, not transferable skills. He's just sitting there. He says, see us down a man diligent in his business. He will stand before kings and not mean men. I know of a platforms that God has opened for me daily when it comes to this very particular work that I'm doing. Because why? I place value on them. I've been on a, on a five-minute prayer. They've invited me for a five-minute stuff. The way I prepare, I swear you would think I'm going there to preach for two hours. And yet it's five minutes. And watch that door ever open. Because why? Value was added on the table. You think that this very particular work we do as ministers of the gospel, you think that it is just, as you know, just to open your mouth and just pray. Watch a lot of people not having result. Because why? They've not invested in value. Value. Why do you think, let me be honest, why do you think that you come to listen to me, even though you are two and three? It's because of the value you know you can get. There are other pastors that better in terms of English, swag, attitude. In fact, some of them, 
Their doors are open. Platform tour door is not open. But you have no, you have no problem spending two hours just to be streaming your data. Why? Value. It is value. Why will men want to listen to you? It's a question I need to ask you as we begin to close this part of value. Why will men want to hear you talk? Why will men want to want to put their veto power upon your life and say for, for Angela, for Kanisa, for Sibongile, for Tabani, for Bongani, these people, I will put my intelligence upon them because why? Is it valuable? Is it, see, when you want tomorrow, if I'm not from today, check the thing you want to do tomorrow. If it's of no value, kill it and start a one with value. Let this favor work for you. Favor is there. See, favor is looking for you. You are the one thinking, shouting, favor, Lord. He's looking for you. But he's looking for a dimension of you that has subscribed to this thought of number one, honor, number two, value. What value are you going to bring on the table? What value are you going to bring on the table? What value are you going to bring on the table? The Bible says concerning Joseph. It says Joseph in the book of Genesis chapter 41. Joseph was a man. Do you notice that if you look at the life of Joseph, we saw Joseph at the beginning. He was just a guy who was a dreamer. By the time Joseph's life grew at 41, chapter 41, we saw Joseph. He was an administrator. He has solution in his mouth. He is not just a dreamer who can interpret dreams, but he also knows how to put systems and structure in place. Your life, your company that you are working for, can they look at you and say, Kai, if we want to fire people, we can't fire Kanisa. Neither can we fire Sibungili. Neither can we fire Angela. Can they look at you and say so? Based on the value you bring. If you are not a value-driven person, my dear, I'm sorry, your prayer you are praying is not going anywhere. I'm sorry to bust your bubbles. Nothing. Dololo, like South Africa says. Forget it. Every, even me, your pastor, I know that I love you so much. I pray for you. But if I'm going to employ you to be part of this very particular team or platform and the agenda of God for my life and for its people, if I don't see the value you are going to bring on the table, I swear, I'm very, I'm very humble. I will fire you or I will not employ you. That's how humble I am. I'm very humble. I will not consider your prayer and fasting. Never. In fact, I've seen some certain madness. I was talking to somebody the other day. He said, no, but pastor, when I get to the office, and before I start my office, I was praying, and my boss is angry that I pray. I said, did he employ you to pray? Yeah, did he employ you to pray? No. He employed you nine to five. That nine to five, do his job. Stop praying at nine to five. What nonsense is that? Wisdom is profitable to direct. You are not employed nine to five to pray in demand company. He employs you to do his job, to add value to the thing that he has employed you for. Now you are going to pray. As nice as that, that is not the time for prayer. You pray while you are going to the office or you pray in your house. When you get to the office, that, that, that power that you generated, you now bring it boza on top of that office. And watch your boss wonder, my sister, what, what are you using now? Huh? Only you? Now only you waka come and you tell them, yes, so now let me waka come. Somebody type it now. Only me waka come. I don't know how you will spell that. It's a Nigerian broken. Only you waka come because why? You know how to honor. Honor God. Honor men. Honor principle. And you know how to bring value on the table. Value. The Bible says concerning a man called uh, concerning a man called David. David and Jeroboam. I'm look. I'm going to look at these two scriptures after, and I'm going to the last point. First Samuel chapter sixteen, verse twenty-one. My time is really going fast. First Samuel 16, 21. For me to show you how <laughs> my dear favor is there. See, I don't, I, this message I came to talk to you this morning. Eh? I came to tell you a message that favor is real. Favor is there. Favor is there. The favor is waiting for you to show up. It is waiting. See, I want you to tell yourself 
The favor is waiting for me to show up. I say it with confidence. Don't be ashamed. The favor is waiting for me to show up. I love you, my dear Angela. Now only you waka come. You are right. You spell it properly. <laughs> now only me waka come. Yes, only you. Now you waka come. And so shall it be for you in the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter, sorry, First Samuel chapter 16 verse 21. In fact, you can write Genesis chapter 47 verse 6. You can write it down. Just write it down, but I'm not reading that. Genesis 47 verse 6, write it down. But I want to read Genesis, I mean, 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 21. 1 Samuel 16, 21. 1 Samuel. The Bible says here, it says, When David came to Saul, he entered his service, which means he was doing a job. No wonder David was meant to be the king. He entered into service. And the Bible says, and, small, and Saul admired him greatly. Why would Saul admire David if he was not bringing a value on the table? You want your boss to admire you? What value are you bringing? You want that company to recognize your input? What value are you bringing? What is your worth that when we look at you and we want to prize you, we cannot prize because of the worth you are bringing on the table? There are some of you, you are asking your boss for promotion because you worked in that company for five years and there is no increase in value, no increase in knowledge, no increase in capacity. I'm sorry, you will still stay at 5,000 on salary. I don't care. You will stay there. Ah, my boss is not increasing my salary. What value are you adding? Add value. Your boss does not need to go and think he will increase the salary. You will find favor of increasing salary. You will find it. Add value to his company. You've been working for there for five years as a receptionist. Abba, abba. Uh -uh. You self, are you not ashamed? I'm sorry for, I'm, I'm just being real as your pastor. I don't, I'm the only one who can talk to you as your spiritual father in faith. You, five years, receptionist, Abba, you two now grow up now. The Bible says Jesus grew. As a child, he grew to become an adult. Five good years, receptionist. You are still typing CV. I'm sorry to say this, you should be ashamed of yourself. Ah, you should be ashamed. You should be ashamed. Ah, but pastor, I don't have the 10,000 rand they pay you as a receptionist. Find a course and go. Add value upon yourself. There are online courses everywhere. Online courses of mental skills, online courses of career advancement, online courses of project management, business, whatever. There are a lot of online courses. From your 10,000 rand, remove your tithe, your offering, pay your rent. If you know you are staying in a rent, see, if your salary is 5,000 and your rental, I mean, your salary is 10,000 and your rental is 5,000, you are joking. You are going nowhere. Nowhere. No, hear me? Nowhere. If your salary is 10, your renter should not be more than 2,000. Find somebody to share a house with. What's your problem? Who are you impressing? You are trying to impress people that the people are also depressed of themselves. What nonsense is that? You carry that very particular 10,000 salary. God, this is my honor to you. I bring the first of you. Now the remaining nine that is left in your hand. You remove a particular portion. Go and study one three-month course somewhere. Add value upon yourself. Bring the certificate and give your boss. And let tell your boss, just hold the certificate. Let me show what I can do with the certificate. And begin to do that. And what favor speak for you? And your boss look at you. Kai, I've noticed you for the past three months. We can't leave you as a receptionist. Come and join the table. Let's talk. This company is going somewhere. We see you are going somewhere. Do you see that favor can be attracted? Do you see that favor can be found? That's how it's done in this kingdom. See, God's system does not make your brain go mood. Does not make your brain go cold. No. He gives you brain so that he can rest. I tell myself, see, God give you brain so that you can rest too. If there are some of you, God bless me. And all he's saying, add value upon yourself. God increase me, add value. God, do, do, do. say, don't worry, I'll, that prayer you're praying, I'll send my son darling to you, who answer you, value. Let's look at 1 King chapter 11, verse 28. 1 King 11, 28. 
First King chapter 11, verse 28. The Bible says, uh, as I'm also reading that, please make sure that you prepare your communion. I have my communion in my hand here. Prepare your communion. First King 11, verse 28. It says here, it says, now Jeroboam was a mighty man of value. He says, so when Solomon noticed that the young man was industrious, mark the word, when the young man was industrious, then Solomon was a king. He looked at Jeroboam. See, kings are looking for people who can bring value upon their life. You are sitting there praying and fasting, binding the devil, trying as much as possible. To, to, I don't even know what to say against him because now English is beginning to fail me. You are trying to use all the spiritual antics. The all, all that thing, all it can do is spiritual empowerment. But as long as value is not there, forget it. Financial chelete can never show up in your life. Elevation will be far from you if you don't have value that you bring on the table. It is not cause. It is life. I'm not causing anybody this morning. I'm just showing you from the scripture. The Bible says, now, Jeroboam, my beloved daughter, you, you've let me put that one. Yes, it's here. Let me read it so that you can see it. So that all of us can see it together. It says here, it says, the man Jeroboam was mighty man of valor. He says, and Solomon, seeing the young man, was industrious. The guy was not lazy. He was industrious. The guy was at the value per time, per day, per second, per minute. And guess what happened? He says, and made him officer over all the labor of the house of Joseph. I want you to meditate on that. That's why I kept quiet. The man was what? Industrious. Are you industrious? Are you? When we look at your life and we try to look at your first, the, the past five years of your life, can we look at where you start and where you are and we'll see progress? Or you are still the way you are? There are some of you, the reason why your boss is planning to fire you is because God knows there is a more capacity in you. In fact, I'm even praying, let that fire happen. So that you can then go into becoming industrious and become active with your life. Some of you, you have become a couch potato in that company and yet you are not making progress and the boss is trying to put a letter of firing. It's either you become industrious or maybe God is looking at, okay, you have got to the limit of that place. Let me fire you so that you can go and start your own company. And with that very particular lesson, your mind will open. Your mind will open. Your mind will open. Your ability for you to be industrious. Your ability for you to be industrious. The power to use your intellect, talent, and your hand to attract favor. Yes, my dear, the power for you. The ability for you to use all this to attract favor. Favor can be found. It can be attracted. Stop that nonsense. Favor cannot be found. This and this. Favor is on me. Say, all oh, those favor is on me. Say, favor can be merited. You can merit favor if you know what to do. And that's the job I came to do this very particular morning. To make sure that by the time you go out, favor is what you constantly see upon your life. And so shall it be for you in the name of Jesus. My final point for this morning. What is my final point? Number three is what I called the edge. The edge. Edge is E-D-G-E. -E. Yes, E-D-G. -E. The edge. What is the edge? The ability for you to pray and fast. I know that you honor. I know that you have value. But without this force called prayer and fasting. Let's look at a particular woman. And this is where I called the Esther's anointing happening for you. You know, let me say this concerning Esther. There are some of you who think that Esther just got to that very particular place because she was cute. <laughs> Cuteness did not take her there. There are people that were more cuter than Esther. Cuter. Powerful. See, they have shapes. You, you know, we are men. Men can describe shapes. They have shapes that cry. In fact, the shapes can shape the world. 
They were there at that beauty pageant to become the queen, the next queen after Vashti. They were there. But I want to show you what was Esther's secret that made Esther stand out among all the guys. Two things was Esther's secret. Because all of you think that Esther was just that cute girl. She just show up and, oh, shame. This man just liked the guy. When the Holy Spirit opened my eye to see it, I said, ah, Father, if I've ever preached a message to think that Esther just appeared like that, Father, forgive me. I'm going back to tell them the truth. Esther did not just appear. I will show you what is Esther's secret that make her the queen instead of Vashti. The Bible says here, let's look at the scripture. Point number three, remember? It's called the edge in bracket, fasting and prayer. The reason why I use the word the edge, that is a spiritual advantage. It's an advantage that you have. That as you honor men, honor God, honor principles, as you put value on the table, there's this edge that you just have. Where all of a sudden, as you are trying to honor all these things and nothing is showing forth, you go back further from the indices of what Pastor Darlington says, I've engaged them. Whatever is causing me not to find or not, begin to remove. And before you know what is going on, as you engage in prayer and fasting, the door begins to open. Because why? The honor, look at me, favor, look at you and check that these parameters have been met. And he sees that prayer has been engaged. Favor has no option than to roll like fiber, 200 mega, um, what's it called? 200, no, this one, 1,000 megabytes speed and go there and open favor for you. The edge. Kaparoto shapalata. The edge. Let's look at Esther's story this morning. Esther chapter 2 from verse 15 to 17. We saw this very particular lady, beautiful lady from Sushan. We know the story that happens to her. She was brought in by her uncle to that place because she has lost her parent. And all of a sudden, there comes a day where Esther, where the king was looking for a wife. And the king now decided that all the beautiful women, thank God that Esther was beautiful. For her to even be nominated as part of the people, that which means she fits some certain criteria, some certain things that are of value, which is beauty. She has it. But that also, apart from beauty, I will show you another thing. The Bible says in Esther chapter 2, verse 15 and 17, it says, Now when the turn of Esther, the daughter of Abihel, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her for his daughter, he says, came, came to go into the king. She required nothing. Mark your statement. She required nothing but what a guy, the king's chamberlain, the keeper of the women appointed. The Bible says uh, that when she took of that very particular thing, it says, and Esther obtained favor in the sight of them who look upon her. It's what I call the Esther's anointing. She obtained favor. What was the thing that guarantees? Esther chooses to adhere to instruction of the man. If Esther neglect that very particular man's instruction, what Esther suffer at the perils of her being the king or the king wife? The Bible says, and Esther required nothing. I know that Mary Kay is available, but as far as this, this man knows that for the king to look me, so this is the secret that made the king look at the lady. This king will look me, but for the king to look me, this man says, I must rob Black Opa or I must rob Mary Kay. But as long as it's Mary Kay, this man says, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and begin to go and look for Avon or to look for, for Gagne to rob on my face. He says, rob this one. Rob me for 10 months. He said, when it gets to your turn, show up with that person. I know the smell this man needs. There are some of you, godly advice and instruction has been given to you. The place of favor for you to enjoy it, you neglect it because you tell yourself, I can do this one. Ah, 
man too shall leave this old man. Imagine if Esther ignored this old man. She will be like one of the people that will pass on that place. And yet the king will not look at her and favor her. Esther obtained favor in the sight of the kings. She obtained favor in the sight of the people. My question to you this morning, do you know how many people have looked at you and yet they refuse to favor you? Imagine all the people who look at you and they favor you. All of a sudden, nothing by any means, that's some certain prayer point you will not be praying again. You will not because why? You've imbibed this very particular thing. We can see the nature of it on the life of Esther. Esther, the Bible says, as they look upon her, they favor her. We think it's just it was an anointing, an anointing that makes her beauty. Also, with the with with the with the instruction of Hegai, the the, the the king Chamberlain, the, those two she took it in which I say my daughter that Esther carries, which is a place of prayers, a place of prayer. We can see that Esther was a woman of prayer. How do we know that? That it was prayer that guarantees Esther to be where she is. We can see that when a problem came from Mordecai. In the book of Esther chapter 4 verse 12 to verse, because my time is gone, I can't be able to go to that, but write it down. Esther chapter 4 from verse 12 to verse 17. Because I want you to understand that with prayer, you can break every edge. If you have all these indices, honor to God, honor to man, honor to principle, ability to add value, and you bring the edge, which is prayers, and the place of fasting. You will see things just melt down. Favor speaking on your behalf as if you are using muti per day. Yes, you are using muti. It's called Christ muti. When somebody look at you after this morning service and you begin to experience favor and they ask you, which herbalist did you see? Tell them his name is called herbalist Jesus. I know that it doesn't sound nice, but that's the only way they will understand. And when they tell you, can you take me to the herbalist? Share this video to them. Can you take me to that very particular place? Bring them to the church and let them see what prayer can do. That you think that it is just my intellect that brought me here. You think it's my beauty that brought me here. You have no clue that I have an edge where I pray myself into the possibility. The place of prayers and fasting. The place of prayers and fasting. Esther chapter 4 verse, to eight, verse, seven to, I mean, verse 12 to 17. We get to know the story. When they get to the very particular point where what you call the children of Israel in that very particular land was about to be killed. All of a sudden, the Bible says, Haman came up with a proposal and brought it to the king and says, let all these people be killed simply because he does not like Mordecai and he wants to wipe all the generation. Guess what? The Bible says in Esther chapter 4, verse 12 to 17. Now, the question you and I need to ask ourselves, let's reason together. Where did Esther learn the place of prayer? If prayer was not part of our ideas. Where did Esther learn? Do you notice that? The, the message Mordecai sent to Esther was, Esther, go and tell the king. Go and talk to the king. Esther sat back and looked at it. I know I did not get here by just ordinary my beauty. I know I did not get here by the oil that these very particular kings give me. I know I did not get here by my being ability for me to swish and swash. My certificate and my intellect did not get me here. I know what brought me here. And Esther said to them in the book of Esther chapter 4, if I'm not mistaken, from verse 16, uh, Esther 4, 16, Esther said to Mordecai, he says, go gather all the Jews uh, that are present in Sushan. He said, fast for me. I say, neither eat nor drink day and night. He said, I also and my maidens will also fast. And after I have fasted and prayed, I will go to the king. Does that now give us reason why Esther was able to be found favor in the sight of all them that saw him? 
Esther was a praying woman. Esther never stopped fasting and prayer. No wonder it makes sense. 120 provinces. Esther was able to govern that place and yet she took no sword in her hand. There was no place in the record of Esther that Esther carried a sword and went for a battle because she was a woman of her nails. All the time she was putting her, Lord, I know I have my English. I know I have my ideas. I know I know how to switch and swatch. I thought my certificate will help me. Lord, I speak favor. I speak favor upon my career. Speak favor upon my beauty. She opened her mouth and she prayed her way into the favor she enjoyed. The edge. The edge called prayers and fasting. The edge called prayers and fasting. The Bible makes us to understand her. In the book of Luke chapter 18 verse 1. It says, and God spake a parable unto them. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Esther look at it and says, this king, you don't understand. I know how to honor this king. I have value that I've brought for this king. Now the king looked beautiful because I'm beauty. I know how to be able to honor God. But there is a dimension of me that you don't know. It's a dimension called prayer and fasting. And the Bible says, and Esther went into the closet, closed her door, and she said to herself, these things are Favor can be obtained. The anointing of favor can be upon my life. But that can be only from the posture of my kneeling down. Crying day in, day out. Praying myself to the possibility. See, it is going to be, you will be shocked what the devil will do to you. When you just send that CV and that proposal just by mouth. Without you putting favor on top of it in prayer. You will be shocked that your CV will remain at the bottom. And people of influence will, people with their own devils will be there ruling you. There are some of you that you're currently sitting at a place whereby you're not supposed to be seated. Have you taken out the time for you to apply these three things I've given you this morning? The place of honor, the place of value, and the place of adding the edge of prayers and fasting. The Bible says men ought always to pray and not to faint. Esther took it by herself. She said, if I perish, I perish. But I'm going to go on the place of prayer. And when she prayed herself, see, let me say this to somebody. The reason why you are afraid of appearing before that very particular meeting is because you know you've not prayed. You know, you know your idea. That is something that is telling you that something is missing. Let me tell you what is missing. Prayers. You've not taken out the time for you to open your mouth. In the closet, God, my proposal is on the table. Favor must happen to this. You lock yourself throughout the day and you pray yourself. And before you know what's going on, send that CV, send that contract, send that request. And watch God, watch the angels of God carry the paper. Drop it on top of the table. And watch the people by 8 a.m. You have a meeting with them by 12. They call you by 8. Because at night, you've configured the heavens for your sake. You've turned favor to respond for you. You've turned the hand of men to see you and favor you. Favor can be obtained. The Bible says, and Jesus grew in wisdom. Wisdom of honor. Wisdom of value. Wisdom of prayer and fasting. And the Bible says, and he found favor with God and with men. At this very particular point, I'm going to come to an end here this moment. What is in need for the communion as we're about to go into the communion? But let me just quickly. The Bible says concerning Jesus, he found favor. In him found a favor. The life of favor of Jesus is what we have on the table this morning. The grace for us to be disciplined. We are going to go, we are going to pray, and we're going to pray holding our communion in our hand. Lord, I call forth for favor. 
Lord, the favor to be disciplined. The favor for me to know what to do at every point in time. The favor for me. The favor to pray. The favor to honor. There are some of you now, you are going to open your mouth. Lord, the any place that I have dishonored any of the thing, I've dishonored you. Dishonor men. Dishonor your principle. Lord, I ask for mercy. Let mercy speak for me. Open your mouth and begin to pray. My dear, favor can be found. Favor can be found. You can find favor. Stop the nonsense that make people feel that you cannot find favor with this man. I know the man does not like you. That's none of a problem. It is not who like you that matters. Who love you is what matters. If everybody does not like you and the president like you, watch the president take you to the top. Lord, if I've ever heard this, honor anybody. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Ratos e parata. Reketos ke paratos zapa. Rakata geleketus gapata. Reketatos e pata. Ratos kapa. Favor can be found. You can find favor. Ratos e perigano shapa. E breketos ke palata. Reketos ke paratos gepelete. Ratos kapa. Rakatos ze brekete kelatosa. Abratakos shapa. I know you can interpret the dream, but at the same time, you need somebody in the palace to speak for you. Ask Joseph. I know that you are beautiful, but you need somebody to give you the secret of what will make the king like you. Ask Esther. I know that, yes, you are a mighty man of valor, but you need somebody to give you a position. Ask Jeroboam. I know that, yes, you are a great man. You carry the possibilities, but you need men around your side. Ask Jesus Christ. I know that, yes, you are talented, but you need people to see your gift. Pray for favor, Lord. In Parata, Lekatos Jimarotopa Lekatosa, Habrata Katilagos, Rekatos Ginata, Rata Kaposhapa, Lord, I call for them. Honor to God, honor to men, honor to principle, honor a lot of value. Father, value, ability for me to use my talent, my trading abilities, increasing in my knowledge, increasing in my wisdom, increasing in my character, my discipline. Ratos iparata, reketos jebratakatosala, abratakatuadeshabratoskapa, renegejebratoskapa. I don't know what is that thing you want to do this week. Open your mouth and begin to speak, Lord. Favor me. Favor me. Favor me. Remakos kaparadeshalata. Favor me. Reketus kamaratos emeretos kapa. Reketos jinakota parada. Reketos gemaleteke porata. Reketus kepelikatos apa. Retekoto legadeshalata. Yes, all things work together. Ako parata leketusheleta. All things work together, but it works together if you know how to honor. It works together if you know how to bring value. It works together if you know how to use the edge to you to pull yourself into possibilities. God has a way of making all things working together. Open your mouth and pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. For the sake of our time this morning, we are going to be going straight to our communion. What does this communion carry? The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 2, Rakos Palata, Luke chapter 2 from verse 40 to 52. Luke chapter 2, that's the only scripture God gave me for this communion. It says that the Bible says, and Jesus grew. He was stronger in spirit. He says he was filled with wisdom and the grace of the Lord was upon him. 
He was strong in spirit. He was filled with wisdom. And the child grew. And the grace of the Lord was upon him. He now says in verse 52, And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature. And guess what? He found favor with God and with man. You are about to partake of the communion this morning. You are going to speak to your communion. As I partake of this communion, Lord, anything in me that is sponsoring this favor, Lord Jesus, enjoy favor. He enjoyed favor with God and enjoyed favor with man. Lord, let this communion, O oh Lord, be, O oh Lord, the mystery that enforces character, enforces discipline, enforces wisdom. Open your mouth and begin to speak to your communion. Lord, I speak upon my communion. Jesus did not lack favor. The Bible says he found favor. I declare that this is the body of Christ and this is the blood of Jesus. As I partake of this mystery, I find favor. Father, every place that I'm lacking favor right now, as I take your communion, Lord, I find favor. I acknowledge your body as the body of Christ. I acknowledge this as the blood of Jesus. The body of Christ could not decay. Jesus grew in status. He grew in wisdom because his blood was able to generate a grace of ideas. Lord, as I partake of this mystery, let your power rest upon me. Let your power rest upon me. Somebody begin to speak on your communion. As I take my communion, I remove this favor. I remove this favor. I remove this favor. In the name of Jesus. Father Lord, this morning I thank you. I bless your holy name this morning because of your word that has gone out of our mouths. Father, this is you telling us that favor can be found. Lord, nothing is hidden as far as your kingdom is concerned. It is hidden to them that are of the world. But we are of Christ. Nothing is hidden. Lord, as we partake of this communion, and everyone that is seated in front of the communion right now, lifted it up before the Lord Almighty, I declare, let that communion become the body of Christ and the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I declare upon you that that which you have said on your communion, as you partake of the communion, you begin to enjoy the covenant of new favor. You begin to enjoy the covenant of new favor. In the name of Jesus, I declare your communion blessed. Every sickness that is in your body, as you take the communion, Jesus was not sick until his time on earth was over. As you partake of this communion, sickness is far away from you. You will enjoy divine health. You will enjoy wisdom. You will enjoy knowledge. You will enjoy grace. The hand of the Lord will be visible upon you this week in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because we know that this is done. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And God's people say, Amen. I want you to partake of your communion. And as you do so, may the Lord bless you beyond measure in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. I carry the life of Christ. Begin to declare as you take your communion. I carry the life of Christ. This communion speaks for favor. I carry the life of Christ. I feel right now in my body that is a power. I just feel a mighty hand upon my body. I don't know who this is. This is for two people this morning. That as you've taken that communion, that is a hand that just rested upon you. I pray for you this morning that the favor that you need this year for your life to be grand and to be full. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray as they go into their weeks, their week is blessed. 
Their week is blessed. Their week is blessed. Their week is blessed. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because I know that this is done. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And God's people say, Amen. Family, before I end the service this morning, as I was praying and preparing for this very particular service, I don't know who you are this night, this morning. Before I get give you the assignment, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, maybe for you, you have, for lack of better words, something happened and you've missed the line. You've missed the mark of having Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Please, I want to encourage you. Hear me and hear me well. Don't be ashamed. This man sitting here before you, there was a day I confessed Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. And that was what gave me the guarantee and the hand of God walking my ways in growing to become what I am today. And I'm still growing in the things of God. But one day I stood up and says, enough of this world. I was a child boy. I was born in church, but I was not born again. There are those of us who think that because you were born in church means that no, 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 no. I was born in church, but yet I was not born again. I took that time. Huh? Like there, I will never forget when the altar call was calling Basharu under the leadership of Bishop Michael Falabi. I came out crying, Lord, have mercy upon me. And along the line, yes, something happened. I find my way in the other side of the quadrant, just like the prodigal son. Huh? So which means I've experienced both ends, but I can tell you point blank, without the life of Christ in you that is constant, your life will always be full of crisis. I was saying to my wife yesterday, I said, see, the only gift you can give to yourself, don't, don't try to play games and say, no, when I'm about to die, I'll give my life to Christ. You'll be shocked that that opportunity may not show up. Where you, don't, you can sleep tonight and it's over and your, your soul, pa, hell straight. It is too expensive. See, I don't care how many years you live on planet Earth, eternity is forever. You may live 200 years, eternity is more than a thousand years there. For you to let your soul punish in hell, you are very wicked to make your soul go to that part. But for you to allow your soul to find rest in God, I want to introduce you to Jesus. If you've never given your life to Jesus, or maybe for you, you along the way, you, you, you fall short. Something just happened. And you let go. And now you are hearing this message that, Kai, I want to enjoy favor. But the Bible says in the book of Psalm chapter 5, verse 12, it says, the Lord surely bless the righteous. If you are not righteous, if you've not given your life to Christ, you are not righteous. Oh, I'm sorry. You are not righteous. For you to qualify for this favor we are talking about. You may go apply all these three points I mentioned. If you are not righteous, it cannot be in view for you. If you've not given your life to Christ, or maybe for you, you say, I want to rededicate. I want you to lift up your voice before heaven where you are. And just begin to say, Father, come into my life. Father, I receive of your salvation. I receive of your gift. Father, without you, I am nothing. I'm sorry for the sins I've committed. Lord, in iniquities that my mother conceived me. Lord, I come receiving of your gift. I come, open your mouth and begin to say, I believe in my heart that Jesus died for me. He was rose on the third day for my justification. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that I am saved. Somebody declared that I am saved. I am saved. I'm saved. I believe you, Jesus, you died for me. I believe you rose for me. I believe that my justification was based on the price you paid. Thank you for doing this for me. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. If you've made that very capital confession, I want to welcome you to the family of God. And I like saying in Platform Church, welcome to the family of rest. I pray for you this morning that your salvation benefit, the enemy will not snatch it in the name of Jesus. With that being said, this very particular moment, one of the instructions God gave me to give to somebody this morning, I don't know who you are, but please and please hear me and hear me well. 
the third point I mentioned, which is the point of edge. I don't know what is that career you are believing God for favor. I don't know what is that handwork you are believing God for favor. This is what God said to me. Before this week come to an end, take a day. Hear me? Take a day. Now let that be your honor to God. Take a day out. Lock yourself from the activity of the world. I've shown you what favor can do. Favor can bring you from the backside, from Kakiso straight to parliament. He can do that. Favor can make you a foreigner with no permit. And yet, the king decided to give you a permanent residence. Favor can pull that off for you. And you are going to take a day this week. Hear me, this week. See, take instructions from your prophet. When God sends your prophet, it's because he wants to deliver somebody this morning. Take instruction from your prophet today. Take a day this week and lock yourself out. Put yourself insult. The Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 6, he was saying to them, he says, when you pray and when you fast, take a day out for you to pray and fast concerning that thing that you are looking for favor. Take a day out. Pray. You know that you have honored God. This is for somebody who you know that I don't know what is happening in my life. I've done all I can do, but yet nothing is happening. This is your instruction. This week, before Sunday, take a day out. Pray yourself. Just like Esther prayed herself to become the, the second in command for 120 provinces. Prayer can make that happen. And as you do so, God is going to show you favor like never before in the name of Jesus. With that being said, quickly, my time is fast spent. I want us to go take our tithe and our offerings. The ability for us to honor God with our tithe. He says in the book of Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 and 10. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 and 10. He says, honor God with the first of your income. The first of it. He says, and if you do that, he says, I will increase your bonds and overflow with wines. He say, I will increase and overflow. Increase. As we go take our tithe and our offerings of various givings, for those of you who believe on seeding to your prophet, which is given to your prophet, you can engage on that. For those of you who believe in your tithe and your offering, please and please, our banking details is currently available on the screen. Take time. Take chance for you to give your offering. And as you give your offerings, we go for a short break and I will come back, release the blessing and we'll call it a wrap. I know I've taken your time, but I believe that you are blessed. Please don't go anywhere. Make sure we go take our offerings and let's come and share the grace together. Let's come and share the grace together. We'll be right back after this short announcement. Welcome to Platform Church, Family of Rest. Platform is a young, dynamic, multidimensional church. We offer inspirational, practical, and relevant teaching that is applicable for your daily living. At Platform, our teaching is relevant to people of all ages, race, color, nationality, and of different socioeconomic backgrounds. At Platform Church, we are all about simplifying the process, providing solutions, and creating realities for you. If this message has blessed you and you want to be a blessing by supporting this ministry, please visit platformchurch.co.za. We believe that the rested life is a reality for us. Platform Church, family of rest. Heavenly Father, I pray for everyone this morning under the sound of my voice. Lord, as they are giving all their offerings, some of them giving their tithe, some of them giving their offerings, some of them their prophetic seed. Father, Lord, I pray that you honor them all in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray this morning that this word that has come out of my mouth, 
Lord, I pray for understanding and light upon them in the name of Jesus. I declare that the Holy Spirit throughout this week will begin to unveil the mysteries upon their lives in the name of Jesus. I release the blessing of this commission upon their life. I speak upon your life today that this week you will never see shame. This week, you will not experience death. This week, you will grow in grace and in power in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because I know that this is done. Father, for every titus, Lord, I declare that remove the devourer for their sake. I pray that you open doors of opportunity and cause men to favor them in their finance in the name of Jesus. Lord, for those who are believing you for new jobs, new contract, new opportunity, I ask right now, let there be a remembrance at the place of influence for their promotion to be in view in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because I know that this is done. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And God's people said, Amen. Family, we've come to the end of this morning service, and I believe that you all are blessed and highly favored. If you are blessed, just send me a message and say, Pastor, I'm blessed. This message is for me. Say something. Let me know what you get because this is that the joy of a father is the fact that he sees, for lack of better word, his children growing. My joy is for me to see you experience favor. My joy is for me to see you experience overflow. Everything I'm doing day in, day out, I'm doing it because I want you to enjoy this God that you profess. I want you to send me a message and say, Pastor, I'm blessed. Pastor, I'm favored. Pastor, I'm, I flow with the overflow. Pastor, I'm going to start honoring. For some of you, my ability for you to even send me a message, this is what I'm going to do. My action step I'm going to take because now I know that in this kingdom, my part had to be for the hand to be in view upon my life. And as you do so and you send me your message, God will bless you beyond measure in the name of Jesus. With that being said, I'll see you on Thursday. And definitely because there's a topic I want to address, which is called the mindset. I think it's called the mindset that insists on favor to continue. That is a mindset that insists on favor. If you know, today is a covenant service we do on Thursday. Um, either Thursday or Sunday, but just follow, just follow, just follow me on my social media for those of you following us. And please, and please, I encourage you, please follow us on our social media on Platform Church. Platform Church is on Facebook, is on Instagram and Twitter. Follow. Send your friends because we make announcements on those places. And also go on our YouTube page, Platform Church. Like the place. So that when we are doing any streaming, get the notification so that you also get a notification. And as you do so, God bless you beyond measure in the name of Jesus. It's a wrap. I've come to the end of the service this moment. I'll see you on Sunday or on Thursday. But don't worry. I'll let you know during the week. <laughs> the reason why is because there's a lot of things that we are trying to do. There are some certain assignments that God has also committed into my hand that somehow make my Thursdays or Sundays eh, a little bit because we are walking the ways whereby the church doors will be opened. I, want, I was telling my wife yesterday, I said now it's now become a burden on me that I want the church door to be open. God is putting that burden. The church door should be open. There are some certain blessings that I want to do today, but I can't. But I know too well that the hand of the Lord is not short. He will reach you where you are in the name of Jesus. I'll see you on Thursday or Sunday, but just keep following us. God bless you. Bye for now. Let's share the grace together. The grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely his goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we are the dwelling house of the Lord forever and ever. And God's people say, 
Amen. Family, I need to first and foremost sincerely apologize for taking 13 minutes of your time. I try as much as possible, but I needed to do this. Please forgive your pastor. Forgive your pastor. My joy is to make sure I pour out for you as much as I can. But forgive your pastor. I will try as much as possible for me to stay within my time. So please, this 13 minutes or 14 minutes, just forgive your pastor. And we're trying as much as possible. And I know that as you forgive me. My Heavenly Father will also forgive me too in the name of Jesus. Bye for now. I love you all. Always know that God wants you rested. And the rested life, it's a reality for you and for me. Bye for now. And God bless you.